0: Hey there, everyone. I'm Patrick Ferguson from SkullSplitter Dice, and in today's video, we're gonna be discussing the human race, in D&D, that is. For whatever reason, in many fantasy worlds, humans seem to be one of the most common races, if not the most common one, and are often seen as fascinating enigmas to every other race within the D&D world. Willing to interact with nearly all of them, there's no such thing as a typical human, which might be one of the reasons why they're able to accomplish so much and mingle in so many places, and we're gonna go over every reason why they're so loved and so disliked in today's video. Humans are by far the most popular choice for a D&D character. And part of the reason is because they appeal to new and old players alike. Newer players will like playing as something safe and familiar, while older players will enjoy that extra sense of immersion they get from playing a human inside of a fantasy realm. And mechanically speaking, they're very popular because they are versatile and powerful. In fact, an interesting article actually showed that humans are by far the most popular choice when it comes to race class builds. We'll put the list right here, but as you can see, it's pretty overwhelmingly in the human's favor. What's even more interesting is that no matter what class you pick, humans either come in first or second place in terms of popularity. That is except for the barbarian because the goliath and half-orc just make too much sense in those roles. We have done videos on both of those races, by the way. Story-wise, humans offer something that not a lot of other races can, a complete blank slate. You don't have to be pigeonholed into a love of nature or chaos or anything like that. And on top of that, you're able to have any backstory you want with a complete list of options available to you. Humans tend to allow people to feel a little bit more immersed in the game they're playing, as it turns out. Because humans are so versatile as opposed to specialized, their starting abilities really reflect this. All human characters start out by speaking common as well as another language of the player's choice. This language is typically something that involves the player's background or another race that the player's character will commonly interact with. This is an important time to note that there are two commonly accepted builds in the player's handbook for humans, the regular human build and the variant human build. The traditional build has every stat block increased by plus one, and this is an incredible boost, especially if you by chance rolled a lot of odd numbers for your beginning statistics. Then there is the variant build that is extremely popular and still manages to keep all of this versatility intact. In the variant build, a player gets plus one to any starting stat block, as well as one skill proficiency and one feat, and getting a feat at a low level can create a really powerful character. This is a powerful way to specialize a character and can give them an opportunity for a long-term build where they will always have one more feat than the average racial build. Feats are powerful, especially when stacked, and can make any martial class or spellcasting class that much more terrifying. This versatility creates a wide variety of potential builds. Whether you're going for a jack of all trades, a certain niche specialist, or in many cases, when players are deciding to multiclass with their characters, they find that the traditional large stat boost that humans receive, or a particular variant and feat combination to be a perfect storm for multiclassing. Part of the reason that humans decide to build such large cities and sprawling empires is a combination of their ambition and a short lifespan. Races that live to three to seven centuries can pass down plenty of traditions within the family through long-term mentorship or other means. But for humans who almost never reach a century of age, the only way to keep on traditions is to keep building off of work already done by others, to keep creating, building, and supporting those institutions. This also helps explain why there are so many human businesses, cities, and empires found basically wherever you go inside of D&D. There are multiple examples of various real world cultures among the human race that are represented within the D&D player's handbook. Some of these come from books or fantasy settings, and some of them are based on real historic groups of people or empires. In many cases, players just decide to play a character from a land that the DM created. They create their own general backstory, or they even carve out a player coming from a real world historic tradition that they enjoy. This is how players are able to create a Celtic barbarian or a Roman style fighter, and with Zarathar's Guide to Everything expanding the amount of backstories you have available to you, you really do have a lot to work with. While the book races can be a great starting point and help show the versatility of the human race, you can really create whatever background you want for your character. If you're not sure at all what kind of background you want for them, I would suggest talking to your DM so that you guys can collaborate on that together and hopefully create a character that fits into the world a bit more seamlessly. I know that earlier in the video, I discussed how common humans are, not only in the D&D universe, but also at D&D tables. And I feel like I should stress the fact that just because they are common does not mean that they are basic. Any character that you design can be as cliche or generic as you want them to be, and just because they are human does not mean that they should carry a stigma. Just because they exist in great proliferation around the D&D community does not mean that you should feel obligated to play some other race or some other build. Explore whatever combination you want to, and just because it doesn't make sense doesn't mean you shouldn't play it. In fact, I would say that on top of their versatility, a human strength comes from the fact that they can set their mind to something and become whatever they want some philosophy sneaking into my D&D video here. Thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate it. Be sure to like and subscribe because we put out new videos like this every week. And if you're creating a human character that you're excited about, I would love to read about it in the comments below. My name's Patrick Ferguson from SkullSplitter Dice and until next time, farewell. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe so you never miss out.